Wow, that was one of the more fire openings we've had in a long time. I don't know if we've ever had Whitney as a, as an opener. Uh, she's She's got to be, like, probably the best voice of all time, I would think. Um, I, might, I might hop on the line and do a little research on that. But anyway, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is your host, Dr. Water with Lemon, recording live from the GNA Studios. Uh, you are now listening to the Do We Love It podcast. If the title on iTunes did not give that away. Today's agenda. Well, we'll deal with this first. Uh, Celtics took an L last night. Not too happy about that, but you know what he's gonna do. Um, moving on. Uh, Cavs, Warriors. NBA Finals, third matchup. Also, uh, Sidney Crosby with the assist uh, to, I think, Kunitz in Game 7 for the Penguins last night, uh, sending the Penguins to the Stanley Cup Finals as well. So, we got Cavs-Warriors, three-time matchup. Do we love... The same two teams playing each other three years in a row. Well, I'm a pretty big fan of it. Now, obviously, I'd prefer the Celtics to be there. But with that being said, I'm totally down for this. Uh, I know throughout the season, analysts were saying it's bad for the NBA. It's good to mix it up. Blah, 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 blah. I mean, they're the two best teams by far. It's it's not even close. Um, it's they've each won one. They're both going in fully healthy. I'm I'm fired up. Like I, I feel like this is what you want. I feel like uh, you know this is a rivalry. The thing I want to see is I want to see it get nasty. Um, I heard somebody saying yesterday it'd be nice if in the first half of game one somebody took a cheap shot. Uh, That's definitely something like I'd like to see. I want to know that these guys hate each other. Um, it just kind of adds a little bit of an element to it. I don't like this AAU bullshit where after the game, uh, you know, they all uh, shake hands and, you know, give each other hugs and dap up and, you know, do a jersey exchange. Get, that's got to get out of there. We need we need the fire to be coming back in professional sports. It's nothing worse when you care more about the game than they do. So I'm pretty fired up. Uh, I think when we look back 20 years from now, it's definitely going to have a, a similar Celtics-Lakers rivalry feel to it. Um, I mean, we, got, we have a couple just generational players in this. I mean, obviously LeBron, he's going to go down as a top five player of all time. Uh, you got that coward Kevin Durant who can't win one on his own. Um, he'll he'll go down as a, probably a top 20, maybe a top 10 player of all time. Probably top 20 after absolutely screwing the thunder and being a wimp and, you know, not wanting to win one on his own. Um, but anyway, uh, Steph Curry, he's going to go down as the greatest shooter of all time. Uh, Clay Thompson, great player. Draymond Green, uh, more of a, maybe not one of the all-time greats, but a, definitely a polarizing player. Um, Kyrie Irving, well, he he's an interesting guy to me because 
I think without LeBron on on his team, he's I mean he's a top ten player in the league, maybe maybe top five if LeBron's not on the team. Um, he's a guy who's he's definitely taken a backseat to LeBron, and he's done it in order to win. So I give the guy credit. Um, I mean, if you watch him, the way he you know he can go off more than I think anybody in the league. I mean, he's I think without LeBron on the team, he's easily top three score in the league maybe leading score not putting up the maybe the rebounds of Westbrook in Harden but definitely definitely uh top three score um and then on top of that all you got Kevin Love who he's he's gonna be the he's gonna be the best player in this series who gets forgotten and that's just kind of his role um sucks to be white but anyway, just kidding, just kidding. Uh, next on the agenda, went up to San Francisco. Um, somebody, somebody's beeping at me. I don't know why. Like, you got these like people who are trying to be righteous. Like, I'm, I'm not texting. I'm, I'm actually paying more attention than if I were talking on the phone because I don't have to think about what anybody else is saying or comprehend anything. I have both eyes on the road. So screw this person beeping at me. But anyway. So this past weekend we went up to this person still beeping at me. I'm I'm getting close to a to a middle finger right now. I'm not gonna do it because I just meditated trying to be Zen. But you know it comes a point. Well, now they pull up next to me. Just got the evil eye stare down, standard, as they're speeding away. Anyway, sorry. So, went up to San Francisco uh, this past weekend. And we saw a redwood tree. We saw many redwood trees in the redwood forest, which was pretty insane. There was one tree that was 14 feet in diameter. Uh, that's so big, I can't even can't even compare it to anything. Um, more importantly, this tree was 1,400 years old. Yes, I, that's not a typo. 1,400 years old, as in the tree was planted in the year 600. Like, I don't even know how far back, like, I don't even know what was happening in 600, because it's kind of like, I don't know, like, you have Jesus, and then you have the Revolutionary War, the Civil War, and then it's today like that's history so i don't know what happened between the revolutionary war and jesus but that's when that tree was planted around that time um we didn't get to see this one but there is one in america a redwood tree oldest tree in the world that was born 2500 years ago think about that the tree was planted before jesus the tree was 500 years old before Jesus. So that's some wild stuff. Definitely uh, pretty breathtaking. Uh, something I learned about the redwoods, which I found interesting. So the redwoods coat uh, or bark, you know, whatever, protective layer, if you will, is fire resistant. So if you look at these trees, all of them are like burnt on the outside 
and then on the inside of the tree a lot of them are hollow and the reason being is that the interior part of the tree is not fire resistant so the inside of the tree would like burn down and then the fire on the outside would just singe the outside of the tree and because it had no internal support the outside structures of the tree just get stronger um so because of that like there were trees you could like literally like stand inside of them so that was pretty absurd uh so do we love redwoods uh huge fan of the redwoods there was one that was 308 feet tall so that was just it was crazy i would highly recommend seeing a redwood tree it's pretty uh uh breathtaking sorry i'm a little bit flummy today um Caught the Red Sox at the Oakland Coliseum Friday night. Chris Sale was on the mound. Uh, tie game, bottom of the ninth, two outs. Oakland A's are at the plate. Guy hits a bomb to center field. Jackie Bradley climbs the wall, robs him to save the game. Fan goes nuts, or the fans go nuts. Uh, it was just, it was a wild scene. Um, and then in the following inning, uh, the A's hit a home run and won the game anyway, so that kind of sucked. But uh, we were sitting behind uh, a couple dads and a bunch of their like kids who were like, they're probably like five years old, all decked out in A's gear, like wicked fired up for the game. There was like this one kid they said just ate like way too much sugar, and from the eighth inning to the tenth inning, like basically nonstop, he was just going, "Let's go!" Oh! let's go and he would he must have said that I'm not exaggerating maybe a hundred times probably more um I loved it I feel like I may have been that kid so there's nothing that gets me fired up more than seeing the youth fired up for baseball so I felt like they like some people were kind of like looking over and trying to silence them I was definitely encouraging it um so I I was about it uh, and then when, like, the A's won, that kid, like, just went, like, crazy. Like, went way more crazy than if the Red Sox would have won. So I kind of felt like he earned it. Um, so I guess I'll just step it up and say, let's go, Red Sox, let's go. The next game I'm at from the seventh inning on and rub it in his face. Uh, next on the agenda, we did have a write-in this week. So, uh, shout out to Louis, who wrote in and said the following. Dear doctor, why do millennials say no problem in response to thank you? Why don't they say you're welcome? Well, one might say thank you for writing in, Louise, and your response is you're welcome. Um, that's a good question. And it's definitely, uh, something that we, we've touched upon this in the past. Now we didn't, uh, we didn't, uh, do, we didn't discuss no problem. We actually discussed, uh, no worries. And now for me, the no worries thing was a little bit more like East coast versus West coast. Um, so I think on the east coast people say no problem where on the west coast you get no worries um and with no worries i said it's like 
it's like you're at a restaurant and like somebody brings you a fork with your meal and you're like thank you and they're like no worries and it's like well I wasn't worried about it but thank you anyway um so I think no problem actually makes a little bit more sense because if they brought me a fork and I said thank you and they said no problem um it all goes back to if they're doing you a favor like if if you bring your car into the shop and you know they they check your tire pressure and you say thank you for checking my tire pressure they should say just you're welcome they shouldn't say no worries or no problem because like I'm not worried about it that you had to do that and it wasn't a problem like you're you're a mechanic like you you should do that. Whereas if that's kind of like, all right, if I call an Uber and they bring me to the airport, sorry, very flummy today. Very flummy. Uh, so if I call an Uber and they bring me to the airport and I say, thank you. And they say, no worries or no problem. then it's like, well, yeah, I, I know it's not a problem. Like you're you're an Uber, like you should be doing that. But if I have a friend who brings me to the airport as a favor, and I say thank you, then I can see them saying no problem because they're like, you're my friend. It wasn't a problem, even though I'm not a cab driver. So that's kind of where I stand on things. Uh, I definitely think no worries and no problem gets overused. Um, it almost makes it seem, it almost like makes me not want to say thank you. Like maybe instead of like saying thank you, I just say, okay, to prevent that. I don't know. That's something I'm going to, we're going down a whole big rabbit hole right now. This could be, this could be life changing. I'm getting flashbacks of to when I got really sick of people saying LOL and I wanted to switch over to SOP, which stands for uh, or I'm sorry, SMP, which stands for shitting my pants. Um, SMP never really took off. Uh, Randall the Vandal actually appreciated a good SMP. Um, so I think, I think me and him are the only ones who use it, but you know, we're going to build that following. So SMP is back. LOL is out. Um, I'm not saying thank you anymore. That's, that's the conclusion. Um, also, Louise, Louise asking why m millennials say that, like, classic example of, like, now, I don't, this is a random writing, so I don't really know Louise, but I'm going to be guessing that Louise is, like, she's probably in her, like, probably around 60, like, late 50s, early 60s. I think she, like, you know, that age where, like, she falls into, uh, she falls into that, like, age group where... She's, like, she's young enough where, like, she's still, like, around young people, like, doing things, like, like, working and, you know, just, like, involved in stuff, but, like, she's definitely, like, one of the older people at work, if not the oldest, so, basically, I feel like if you're in, like, that age group, then anybody, like, 50 and under, like, one generation removed from you, like, is a millennial, 
Like, if you're 15 years old, you are a millennial. But, like, if you're, like, 39 and basically, like, 25 years older than a 15-year-old, like, in their mind, like, you are definitely still a millennial. Which is a power move. I feel like it just goes, like, baby boomers, millennials. Or, like, baby boomers, baby boomers, kids, millennials. Like, I... Do we love millennials? See, that that's something I... I struggle with every day because I'm like, am I a millennial? I don't even really know what a millennial is, like when the cutoff line is. Like, I don't feel like I'm a millennial because um, I was born in 88 and I'm not like, I'm not too with it with the computer, you know? I feel like if, if your most advanced course th- through high school in having to do with computers was keyboarding, then I don't think you're a millennial. Because I feel like now they might teach, like, keyboarding in, like, first grade, whereas I learned it as a junior in high school. And then, like, in high school, like, they offer, like, coding or, I don't know, whatever they offer. Like, they pro like, more, I don't even know what they can offer. Like, that's how out of the loop I am with these computer classes. Um... Yeah, so I, th- I think if your most advanced class having to do with the computer was keyboarding, then you were not a millennial. But unless, well, like, most advanced course offered. So I'm sure there's, like, plenty of people now where, like, all they, they have to take keyboarding as a requirement but then in high school, they're like, hey, like, an elective you can take is coding. And they're like, no, forget that. That's for nerds. Even though they don't take the coding course, they're still a millennial because it was offered to them. All right. Well, we got a long episode today. Well, uh, for those of you who are uh, tuning in, uh, I appreciate you sticking all the way to the end. And uh, I look forward to... Uh, chatting it up with y'all next week see this is the problem with the, the long episode i spoke all the way till i got to the parking garage and now i don't have any reception on the good stations to give you a little outro all right a little smooth jazz you know for a great episode this is a terrible ending but anyway Go Sox.